0: Hi, Steve here. Hey, what a great four days of joy, devotionals, podcasts. So we're here at day 15, and we're reviewing, we're reflecting, we're getting some great input from Dr. Peter on advanced research on joy. Wow, just, um, you know, as I think about, going back to the culture of gladness and the principle that great leaders, great influencers create a culture of gladness around them. Great parents and spouses carrying that culture of gladness. And when we begin to prioritize that and begin to think about just what that does, what that does in the atmosphere, what that does uh, in the environments around us, or the environments that we're a part of, what that does on the inside of us. It's really, really powerful. And so as you think about that and you reflect on it, what are some simple keys that will cause you to increase The culture of gladness. (laughs) I know in my own life, you know, I I sometimes I get overwhelmed by things, or I am reflecting on just how hard it feels in certain places, certain relationships, and and that I wish other people would carry a greater responsibility for the quality of environments and organizations and family or or whatever and i found that an obstacle for me is just uh, overcoming that victim mindset and just putting that <clears throat> excuse me that thing in its proper place again what is it for you the the culture of gladness what's a key well for me it's just rising up for me it's just saying, okay, I'm going to be a thermostat and not a thermometer, and I know that, that I'm developing that muscle in me, and I get to push against resistance. So I bless you in the culture of gladness, that it becomes stronger, uh, defeating the critical spirit. That one was just so important to understand the The difference between perfectionism and excellence, the perfectionistic spirit can never be joyful or celebrate until there's perfection. Excellence is is understanding we celebrate progress and not perfection. And families celebrate and become joyful with progress. So defeating the critical spirit... um, you know, just thinking back of the sources of a faulty concept of God, uh, self criticism where our self talk in our own lives is negative towards ourselves. Well, then we're going to be uh, critical towards others. We we love our neighbors. We love ourselves. Already talked about the perfectionistic attitude. Talked <clears throat> we we mentioned in devotional twelve about self justification and seeing the wrongs of others. I use it to justify my own wrong behavior and then then just pride, pride. Some great things there. Then day 13, my joy is not another's responsibility. (laughs) It's not anybody else's responsibility for for my joy, for my happiness. It's not Wendy's, my wife. It's not my family's. It's not my boss, it's not my co-workers, it's not my friends, it's not my president, it's not my political party, it's not whatever. And again, all of these things we, we are going to seek to improve, and and there's times where we take stands on things. and But ultimately, my joy doesn't depend on somebody else it depends on on me and to laugh i talked about the laugh we have to let go of something and even going back to the culture of gladness to laugh we have to let go of something and to prioritize laughter in our environments and to be a person who laughs who's cheerful who finds who has fun that's powerful. We talked on day about, day 13, about codependency. And codependency is in our relationships causes us a primary look to others to meet our emotional needs. Day 14, spiritual rest. Yesterday's podcast, yesterday's devotional, Hebrews 4. Wendy Backland said, If God wants people to like me, they will. <laughs> Woo, I like that. And we went over some of the beliefs that Wendy has, the favor beliefs. And that's the one I just said. If God wants people to like me, they will. The anointing belief. Bill Johnson said, There's coming such a powerful revival that all you will need to say is peanut butter, and people will say, What must I do to be saved? And just thinking about even our, our goal, uh, you know, even in speaking and communicating, and whether it's public ministry or personal influence. Our faith is not in our ability to speak, but in God's ability to anoint what we say. The peace belief, we have authority over any storm we can sleep in. The Mark 11:24 belief, where we believe that we received and then we'll have. And so focusing in on receiving things into our spirits, first of all, and then the God is for me belief, and Wendy hearing, I don't want to wait for you to be perfect before I can use you. What, what a great, great things. And again, just thank you, Wendy, <laughs> for influencing me. And and then we had some great reflections. And, you know, in these reflections where we ask you the same questions at the beginning, you know, which, which of the four impacted you the most and why? Being able to articulate, and ideally, you're able to communicate this with somebody else in your reflections. And but even if you're not, to be able to journal and take the time and to process and go deep that's so powerful. What do you believe God was saying to you personally? You know, that's a big part of these reflections, that would be a big part of journaling. And who can you encourage? This is so key. We, we encourage somebody else. The more we give, generous people are joyful. And so being generous in encouragement, being generous in saying thank you, being generous in, in expressing specific appreciation is so, so powerful. And, and then just, uh, I love what uh Dr. Peter Lahai talks about a joy in epi- epigenics. <laughs> no, epigenetics and, you know, just believing we can have joy in our lives is more of a physiological reality than we think, where he talks about statements we we have heard like, this is just how I am, or it just runs in our family. Uh may feel true. but these these beliefs work against us. And I, I just love love what he brings into this. And some of these, you know you just it, it takes. I've, I've realized in reading these that I'll meditate, I'll pause and go deeper. But I love this the, this research that is bringing in this this research that we're bringing every fifth day, uh, through Dr. Peter is just a um, hopefully whet's your appetite to go deeper uh, in into these things. And I love these declarations that he's, he he says, here's an activation you can do to turning on your epi. Every day for four weeks make these declarations when you wake up, have lunch, and before you have dinner. And I'm gonna say them and then you can say them with me. I'll say them first and then I'll say it again that you can say it with me. I am turning on my genes for a positive attitude. Say it with me. I am turning on my genes for a positive attitude. I am turning on my jeans to laugh. <laughs> I am turning on my jeans to laugh. I am turning off my complaining genes. I am turning off my complaining genes. All right. Thanks so much. Looking forward to being with you tomorrow, day 16. The devotional is called You Already Have It. You Already Have It.